Greetings people and welcome to the LPF Pod Lounge! <laughs> wow, just, I, I don't know what's wrong with me, just, anyway. This is a podcast brought to you by myself, Ryan Peters of Living Plant Foods. And uh, I decided to do this to basically share the stories of different people that have transitioned to a plant-based lifestyle. Now, this is a podcast that will hopefully inspire you, the listener, on your journey to well-being. I believe that we are all in this together because we are all connected. We are all learning and growing to evolve to become better and healthier versions of ourselves. These conversations are all organic, all raw, all living and all plant-based. So I hope you enjoy as we share our stories to uplift and push each other forward. Joining me this week in the Pod Lounge, I have another guest with me who is willing to share his story with us all. He is one of the nicest brothers I know, so it's great to have him on the show. Chris Ben is a personal trainer passionate about health and fitness, but more specifically, the natural way. Over the past two and a half years, he has dedicated his time and effort into helping and encouraging people to be the best version of themselves via exercise, clean eating, and knowledge of self. He believes approaching fitness from a holistic point of view is essential to living a happy, thriving life. In July 2017, he became a trainer for Spartan Fam, a group which was founded by Shaka Clark, aka Shaka Bars, and Dwayne Cooper, aka Coop DC, which brings the community together through fitness. Just under two years later, Chris launched Benefit, a brand that promotes holistic health combined with a plant-based lifestyle. This allows him to bring his experiences and knowledge into one place to share with those like-minded individuals. When asked about his views on a plant-based diet, he describes it as it's something everybody should have, whether it's 100% of someone's diet or just a fraction. Chris says it's the key that unlocked the door to his highest self he's ever known. Yes, bruv. So um, thank you very much for taking the time out to join me. Thank you for having me. No, no worries, man. I really appreciate you um, joining me uh, in the pod lounge. I call this the pod lounge. Okay. So, um, yeah, what live I've done. In the pod lounge. Say that again? So, we're live in the pod lounge. Live in the pod lounge. Exactly, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I've kind of like introduced you already, um, but yep. I always like the listener um, to hear the speaker introduce themselves. So, yes. um, I would love for you to introduce yourself. Um, my my okay. first question I always ask is who are you and where do you come from? Well, my name's Chris Ben. Um, I'm a personal trainer, um, and I come from. Well, I live in Bedford in the UK, which is about an hour north of London. Mm-hmm. Um, originally grew up in sort of St Albans, which is about half an hour outside London. Moved to the Caribbean for four years. Oh wow! Where about? Yeah, uh, St Vincent. Oh nice. Which is right. It's uh, right next to Barbados. Nice. Is that where and your family's from? Yeah, yeah. So my dad's side's from St. Vincent and my mum's Mauritian. Okay. So, yeah. And then I come back here when I was 14. Um, Then I was sort of just outside London for a bit. Yeah. And then, yeah, sort of in the the past couple of months, I come up to Bedford starting a new journey, which we'll sort of pick up later. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, that's me. And how um, how was your time in St. Vincent? Like what was that like? It was it was very very eye opening, very um, different. So I went out there when I was ten. Yeah. 
um, sort of at that age, you know, you've got hormones starting to kick in. Of course. Um, I'm the youngest of five, but sort of my older siblings are quite older. So right. the next one up from me is five years. Right, right, right. Um, and so I sort of initially, when I went out there with my parents, I, was, I moved out there sort of by myself as a child. Wow. Um, with, without my siblings. And it was readjusting because you're sort of in year five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, yeah, being 10 years old, it's sort of making new friends again, mm. you know, adapting to the culture because mm-hmm. um, sort of the the way of life out there is very different. So it's it was quite a lot to take in. And I, I remember it took me about four to six weeks before I really felt settled out there. Right, right. Um, you know, everyone's saying, ah, oh, sort of. It's, it's funny because everyone out there calls you English. Yeah. But yeah. in England, I'd, I'd call myself British. British, yeah. Because we're not you really, know? we're not allowed to say, to say Brit- English, are we? I just, yeah, 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 exactly. It's so then, weird. You know, so over here in England, they're like, oh, so you're from sort of, you know, St. Vincent Mauritius. Mm, mm. But then over there, you're from England. Yeah. Uh, um, so that even that sort of, as a child, I'm thinking, you know, where, who am I? Because you, you're still finding yourself. Yeah, you're still as, trying to figure it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, So that just sort of added to it all. So, yeah, it took a few weeks. Um, but it was all right. It was all right. Like, um, you know, eventually settled down. Nice. Adapted to the way of life. Outside of school, it was beautiful. Every Saturday morning, I'd go for walks in the mountain. Amazing. Uh, um, like, the nature side of stuff. Like, nature side, you really connect with nature out there. Yeah, you sort yeah. of walk down the road, you look to your... To your left, and there's a mango tree, and you're like, oh, you know what? I might just pick a mango. That that mango looks nice. Oh man! Just you know, you look left and right because if it's someone's yard, you 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 don't want to get caught. Yeah, you yeah, know? of course, of uh, course. And then, but then if it's open, then you just go jump the tree, pick pick the fruit nice and fresh. Make sure there's no like animals on the tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get the you know like iguanas, sort of like the big lizards. Sometimes you you don't want to caught in a tree with that yeah yeah of course exactly Um, but yeah it's it's beautiful out there beautiful and the education system out there is very different i came back here in year nine and the things i was learning in year five out there yeah we were only starting to learn in year nine here right 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 so i came back and you was kind of like ahead of the game yeah yeah i was flying and teachers couldn't work out they're like how do you know so much like you some sort of like young genius i was like no i learned this four years ago in the caribbean that says a lot in it because a lot of people, yeah. you know, look at the the Caribbean or, you know, African diaspora countries. They they kind of yeah. would think that um, we're behind, but really, yeah. truly, yeah, it seems like they're 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 quite forward. Yeah, in, definitely in the primary and secondary education, I'd still even say that uh, to this day, and things you study out there, sort of like general knowledge is a subject. Right. So they they'll teach like who's the minister of health. Wow. Who's the minister of this? And and that's part of your exams. You know, yeah. so you have your maths, your English, your science, and then you have uh, general knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So um yeah, like they really get you connected to the political side if you like. Right. Or the, the government who's who's running things and who's in charge of what. In, in government sort of 
way so you so you're just aware yeah yeah Whereas exactly over here like in england you don't really know that yeah and if i remember being in secondary school if any of my friends were like oh yeah well the minister of uh, you know home secretary is this person or i'll be like rah you you know a lot like you know mm. do you mm. study politics or something mm. um so yeah it's really really different but I'm kind of glad at the time I remember adapting wasn't easy but I look back at it now and I'm grateful for it of course so I think it just made me realize a side to life that I hadn't really connected with like I remember before I moved out there all I knew was sort of my friends in school um I didn't like homework and what was the latest Pokemon cards yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and then I move out there and because at the time, so because I, I was out there in '99, mm-hmm. at the time technology was a little behind out there, so you create your own entertainment. Right. So it was sort of a bit old school in the sense of. Um, I remember my dad used to tell me stories. He'd say, "Yeah, growing up, you know, we'd play marbles, or mm. we we would um, get sort of like the like an old bicycle rim right. without the spokes in it." And you just get a stick and you just walk down the road, sort of balancing it, you know, knocking the rim. So it's yeah, just, yeah. Yeah. and they were still sort of in that era. So I, I was doing these things that my dad used to tell me he was doing. Yeah. You know, but then it, it made me realize how you can create your, it, it wasn't about the, the latest computer or exactly. the latest phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you just made your own entertainment and it, made you appreciate so much more you know yeah 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 yeah. and i, I think and I, um you know the children are probably entertaining themselves the same way in those in those countries yeah. i think yeah you know I mean? yeah which is which is still a great thing because i remember when i was younger you know yes we had computers but at the same time we, we used our imagination there's only a certain amount of yes. time we can be on a computer for you know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. You uh, had your your allowance. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, exactly. You, you got half an hour this evening. Exactly, so if you, exactly. If you're having it now, then you know, if if it's six thirty, you got to be done by seven. There, there you go. And then after that, <laughs> you'd probably like, because I remember playing marbles with my friend in, in uh, in my bedroom, and you know, just using imagination and just playing different makeup games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, times have changed. Times have changed. But no, that's a. That's a that, that's a that's a great beginning for you, man. And, and uh, why did you, why did your family? Sorry, like you know, you don't have to go too deep into it. But why did no, you no, decide cool, to cool. go to Saint Vincent? Uh, well, so my dad had me quite older. So he had me when he was about fifty. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he 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 retired when I was born. Right, right, right. Um, he had early retirement, and he always said he wanted to go back home. He wanted to go home. Yeah. So eventually, like my mum's arthritis got worse. It mm-hmm. got to a point she had to retire early, and she said, "You know what? Like, apart from sort of Chris, because my my older brother was going through GCSEs at the time. Yeah, yeah. So you know, he only had a couple left uh, years left in school. And they were thinking, you know, apart from Chris, um, what's stopping us now? You know, mm-hmm. like we're both retired. So yeah, they they just thought." let's do it and it was more my dad than my mum to be honest mm. that, that wanted to do it but my mum was very supportive as long as she had you know her family like her, her husband and the children around her yeah she she was happy so 
um, plus the weather out there is better anyway. Of course, and yeah. with arthritis, you thought, you know what, let's do it. So I remember they, they sat me down and they said, look, this, this is what's going to happen. We're going to move away. And which, I'm, again, I look back and I'm, I'm thankful they, they sort of, they didn't have to do that. And I remember telling them, well, I want to have my 10th birthday here. Yeah. And yeah. I'm, I'm, my birthday's 23rd of September. So I was one of the oldest in the school year. And they mm. said, cool, like we, uh, so we we had my 10th birthday here on the 23rd and we moved out on the 26th. Um, just so I, I got that wish. That's nice. So yeah, they were just like, they just wanted to retire and just just get out there. Nice, man. Uh, so yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. That's good. So like tell everybody, you know, and again, in my introduction to you, yep. Um, for the podcast, I've kind of like, you know, um, shared a bit about what you do and what your profession is. But what is your profession? My profession is a personal trainer slash fitness instructor. Amazing. And how did you like? How did you get into that? What was your your journey from? Um, yeah, my journey. It, it all happened quite rapidly. Um, well, over sort of twelve months. So, was going back in. October 15, sort of September, October 2015, yep. um, I was a compliance auditor or compliance officer at the time. What's that? Uh, so it's basically making sure everything is how it's supposed to be within a, com- uh, within a company, so all the paperwork, okay. to things like policy. So as yeah. a, uh, one of the UK's biggest uh, recruitment companies mm-hmm. um, that I was working for at the time and yeah I was training for a half marathon and um, my, my my best friend at the time, well my girl should I say yeah um, yeah she she was doing a month's plant-based challenge right and I never thought of it at the time like it, it was tickling my mind to try and and do that and she was doing it in October so I thought you know what let me just join just do it with you yeah and that combined with me training for the half marathon got me sort of started on my fitness journey because I was I was about 26 at the time and I remember I just I went up some stairs just a flight stairs it was just a random day some random stairs and I was out of breath and I got to the top and I thought I shouldn't be out of breath at 26. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Days. So that's when I just put the half marathon and then, yeah, started doing this plant-based diet back then. And within weeks of training and changing how I was eating, I saw my health just, like, get so much better. Right. And uh, that kind of kick-started everything so later, yeah, and then event, eventually I started going to Spartan fam classes. Mm-hmm. Um, I was training sort of at home. I bought, I just really, I was really embracing the, the fitness because, yeah, I was getting, I, I used to get ill quite a bit. I was getting the flu and getting loads of colds. Sometimes I just feel very lethargic. And the, the better I was feeling, the more I was getting in tune with just exercising. So, yeah, started doing uh, more classes, working out every day by myself. 
and then I started up like my Instagram account just and I always said I'd use it as my diary mm-hmm. so I know that if I started posting things of where I currently was I could look back at it and it would be time stamped and then it almost I could use it to encourage myself to carry Wicked. on Wicked. thinking yeah like if I put this video up today and I look back in two weeks time have I improved in two weeks and I'd tell myself I've got to improve I've got to improve so I'd make sure I had improved by two weeks um but while I was using it as my diary because I, I hadn't really tuned into the whole how Instagram works and social media in that sense right you then I started connecting with people and then started getting comments and things like this and 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 it started really encouraging me and then I'd I was getting told that I was inspiring people and I thought this is like a beautiful thing here and I really mm. I, I sat down and I thought like people like I, I enjoy working out I enjoy helping people um you know sort of a year into it I'd started realizing life for me for me personally working in an office environment is just not me yeah, you know yeah. Yeah. I was there because I was following a whole, I thought that is what you had to do to sort of have a successful Life. career. Yeah. You know, and, but, yeah, like, to be honest, the, the office environment was really, really draining my soul. Like, it got to a point where um, I was coming home and I'd be in tears, you know. So wow. like, I, I, I say that sort of honestly and yeah, open yeah. heart. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, I was coming and. I'm not a guy who cries. Like I'm, I'm just not the like, you know. Uh, my dad, rest in peace. Like even he passed away ten years ago. Oh wow, sorry I, to hear that, man. Yeah, that's no, cool. Um, but even then, I didn't really cry much. Like right. I'm, I'm crying. I'm at this point in life now. I'm coming home. Um, just with my soul kind of drained and. Yeah, so when do you think when that I was... had a, do do you think that had, um, you know, just the you know just the stresses of life, you know, like you're working a job that you you hate, you know. Yeah, um, it, it, you, it was know, a funny one because at the time I didn't think I hated it, but I thought I didn't I didn't realize that when I was fully in it, I, I used to encourage myself and and convince myself this is what you need to be doing to have a successful life. So I was very drained but for a period of time I hadn't understood why I was drained Mm -hmm. because I was thinking like I wouldn't tell myself it would be my job because I was thinking it can't be that that's the thing that's you know making me um successful if you like um but then yeah when I started tuning into the, the the health and the exercise and started connecting with people and then we're talking about you know exercise and how we eat and all that I realized hang on I'm actually it was fulfilling to me and then yeah. I was thinking hang on this is what I should be getting from my job like so I'm and that's when I realized I really wasn't enjoying my job mm-hmm. and then I was coming home crying and stuff and um my mum saw me one day and in fact she went away to she went to Africa for like six weeks and she came back and she just looked at me the night she got back and she was like you you need to get out of there and just 
spend some time on yourself. So, yeah, man, that, so what I've done is the next day I went in, handed in my notice, and um, I spent two months just soul-searching, as they say. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the most powerful things anyone can do, like, not necessarily even their job, but reflection. Absolutely. Have time to reflect. Absolutely. You know, but prior to that point, I, years and years and years ago, I used to have like 20 minutes a week on a Sunday. I'd make that my reflection time. But I spent two months really reflecting and a lot of things came into perspective. And yeah, that, that's, it was during that time I realized, hang on, I'm really connected with people through fitness that's something I, I sh- you know living in a western society we all have to work we, yeah. we we all make some kind of money and i'm thinking on average your average nine to five is between 37 and a half to 42 hours a week at work in terms of clocked hours that's not including getting up to get ready to go to work yeah, and yeah, your journey yeah. home from work so you know if um so i thought most of our time is at work so we should be doing something that we feels fulfilling and yeah that's i mean it's a very long answer but no no it's great it's great in about um you know personal training and that's what sort of got me into that yeah that's amazing because, you know, there's a lot of people out there um, that are going to be listening. And yep. um, I think it's inspiring to hear that, you know, you was in it. Because there's a lot of people out there that are in a bad space when it comes to their work. Yeah. You know, yeah. They're, they're doing jobs that they don't have a passion for. Yeah. And some of them, you know, don't know how to or can't find the courage to, you know, get up and... And uh, not just make get up and move. yeah, make that move or make that yeah. leap. You know what I'm saying? So the fact it that you've done it, yeah. I mean, I I was I was fortunate. Like I've always had. So um, my fiance's dad, he's like one of my role models, um, and he's like a mentor to me. Basically, I, I go to him, and I appreciate his advice. You know, it's up to me if I take it, but I value his his advice and his perspective. And he basically said to me that, you know, like work out your finances and stuff, but you need to do something that's fulfilling. Mm. So you need to do something that so when you're tired, because you know, realistically, like we get tired as well exactly. in even doing things we love. Exactly. But uh, if it's fulfilling, you will you will have that fire that keeps you going. And Great that's, advice. you know, when it's fulling, uh, fulfilling and you're tired, that fire will keep you burning. And I thought, yeah, you're right, you know. And I was fortunate enough that I was living at home with mum still. Um, and I had a discussion with mum and mum, you know, she said, I've got you for two months, you know. Yeah. Um, obviously still have my input, but she's like, overall, 
I've got you. Yeah, yeah. And that that made that that made without that I couldn't have done it. And so for everyone that's listening, I would say sometimes when you know change isn't easy. Like you know, they say if it's if it's easy, it's not change. Exactly. Uh, but change isn't easy. But if when it comes to change, you're you're it's a challenge. Change is a challenge, and sometimes in challenges, we need help, and it's okay to ask for help. It doesn't make you weak. It doesn't make you any less of a man or woman. You know, it's okay to to ask for help and. It was that help that literally got me through to to make that change and do something that you know I live for now. Like I can spend all day helping people, like training people, talking mm-hmm. about fitness, health, exercise. You know, till I'm I could do it from morning till night and through the night gladly and and not be tired of it. You know, that's great, man. So, so yeah, like if. If you feel like your job's not fulfilling and you feel you need to make that change, you know, there's people out there who believe in you. Absolutely. That's the other thing. Yeah, there, yeah. People out there that know and believe what your potential is. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, like, we put on a front in general when we're, when we're out and about the way we go, you know, people are like, how you been? You're like, yeah, man, I'm good, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes we're just fronting. Exactly. Like, we're, not, we're not good. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And, and you've got to be real with it, you know. Um, and sometimes to make that change, it can make you look away. And some people, if it makes you look away, some people get worried that, you know, it might make them look, it might make them look weak or or make them look a way that isn't the way they've given a perception to be. Yeah. Um, but be honest with yourself. And once you're honest with yourself, you know, they say that the truth will set you free. Absolutely, brother. I, I hear that, man. But, I hear that. And it, and it does, you know. Yeah, totally, totally. So you, um, so you transitioned to a plant-based lifestyle in 2015, right? Yep, October, October, 1st of October, 2015. 2015. Okay, amazing. So, I know you done it because of the month challenge. Um, Yes, even before that, to be honest, I was at um, the the April previous to that. Yeah. My friend's wedding. And, you know, I was a big, big meat lover back in the day. (laughs) Me too, bro. I, yeah, (laughs) listen, like, you know, when people like look back on it now, and yeah, yeah. People like, ah, oh, the thing is, you know, when when they find out I'm, I'm plant based and I'm, I'm going towards a vegan lifestyle, um, they go, the thing, I don't know if I could do it. I love meat too much, and the thing is, I I actually had a reputation for how much I love meat. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So yeah. with my job as well, I I was always sort of traveling around the country. Yeah. So I could be in sort of Manchester one day and then Southampton, you know, two days later or whatever. Yeah. But they, you know, when I was staying sort of in hotels and stuff, they would cover my my food. Food, yeah, yeah. So it got to a point where on top of my social life, combined with my work life, it was almost like about, on average, I'd say a week and a half 
I had a free whole chicken in Nando's. Right. And <laughs> that was to Nando's to get a a free whole chicken. That's that's a few meals you need to buy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was getting that in about a week and a half. And on top of that, I was getting KFC every other day. <laughs> Plus, when I was going home, I was like I said, I was fortunate enough to be at home with mum still. I was getting my, my food there. Mm. So, like, I loved my meat. Yeah, but... Mm. And I was at this wedding, and uh, the guy that's sitting next to me, he's, his, his food came out, and it had no meat on it. Mm-hmm. Um, had no dairy on it either. It's just, like, veg. And I said to him, like, bro, where's, where's your meat? And he goes, oh, don't eat me. And I thought, okay. And he told me prior to that that he's a stuntman. So now I'm thinking, in my head, I thought... You're thinking, what? Stuntman, stuntman yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're doing all this physical activity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, I was that guy. So in my head, I was... And, and I asked him the question. I was like, so, you know, how do you get your protein? Yeah, the, <laughs> like, that, that, that question that we all get. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, You was that guy, bro. I was that guy, <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, yeah. to be honest, I've, I've always been open-minded. So I wasn't like, oh, you know, where's your meat? It was more like, oh, okay. Because he, he was telling me, oh, like, I feel the best I've ever felt. Like, he's like, I don't even need it. You know, there's, we, we get protein from so many other things. Um, and he looked good. He was in good shape. And he was full of life. Right. And his energy was different. Like, not that anyone else's energy is sort of negative or anything. It was just different. There was, yeah, there yeah. was something different about him. Yeah. But in a nice way. And that sort of tickled my brain for a few months. And on Instagram, you'd see sort of a few posts here and there. It, not a lot at the time, but every now and again, you know, about going plant-based or going vegan and yeah and then uh yeah my my girl at the time said she's doing this vegan uh, plant-based challenge it it literally it was a meat it was immediate like within 20 hours it was like cool i'm gonna do it 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 was teetotal I, i hadn't planned it it was just cool let's start today so how so how so how Diff, like was that you know I know you just done it in like 24 hours but was it yeah. like difficult because you know you saying I, that you was a huge meat yeah. eater like how how did you find yeah. it yeah um I think it, because I, I, tr- I always try to be open-minded um and I respect people's views so when I'm being told someone feels good and feels better on it like that that guy I'd met at the wedding, mm. he his I was still hearing his points in my head, and I thought let me just see this through. So I I tried to I'm all or nothing, so I'm like if I commit to something I'm doing it. Yeah 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 straight. So it was hard finding what to eat because you know now I'm like oh I'm not having chicken today, um, cool, let me go have a cheese sandwich. I'll wait can't have cheese yeah, yeah. Uh, and so there's a lot of reading um but 
that that was the hardest bit. That was the hardest bit. But you know, we've all got mobile phones and Google, and exactly. it 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 was literally a matter of just going into Google. You know, what can vegans eat? Or plant-based diet? What can you eat? Um, the the shopping time when 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 you go shopping initially literally takes two three times longer because you end up reading every label yeah 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 so um but so that that was probably the hardest thing it was just finding things to eat and because I, I think when you when you've not been on that type of diet before you literally think the only thing you're going to eat is vegetables, you know, potatoes, broccoli, carrots. Um, So, yeah, but then with Google, you realise, oh, it's just as long as there's so many alternatives. Um, So, yeah, that, that was the hardest thing. But in terms of the food, like the food was just as enjoyable. Um, I think... I think it's handy when you're training at the time as well. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and I, for me, because I was already trying to be, I was training for that half marathon, I was just trying to have a clean diet. But at the time, you know, prior to that, my clean diet was sort of chicken and veg and stuff like that. So at the time... As it is, because I, I remember doing yeah. the same thing. Yeah, so yeah. I, it, it just meant that I couldn't have that chicken on the plate um but for anyone else who's not sort of on a fitness journey i can i could see why it may be like a big thing to make a change yeah yeah um but for me initially it was it was fine um and and what was encouraging is my personal best times in my runs because i was running like three four times a week dramatically uh like just got so much better over a week two weeks i just had more energy um like the personal best had got better by minutes it was crazy um so yeah that when i started seeing the results in my times that was encouraging me to carry it on right 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 so it's like, let me read some more because I've got to stay on this, you know. So, yeah. Amazing. And was it just like, was it just the fact that you, you know, you met that guy, you've done, mm. you done the challenge with your missus. Was there anything mm. else that um, converted you to, to this lifestyle, i.e., like, you know, a lot of people change for different reasons, health reasons, conscious reasons, um, animal rights. Did any of those yeah. pl- come into play for you, like animal rights, um, just to be more so, aware and more conscious? Did any of those, like, yeah, like, decide? Initially, it was strictly a health thing. So from the reading I'd done, it was, I, I just, what was coming clear is that it, it's cleaner. Yeah. It's a cleaner way. And then when you start doing deeper research, you start seeing, um, you know, what's, how, how the animals are farmed as food, you know. Um, they're treated literally as products. 
Um, and even initially, for the for quite a few months, I'd say, probably you know at least half a year, I was on it for the health. It, it wasn't even an animal rights thing. But as my body, <laughs> like uh, even saying this now, sort of I'm thinking about the terminology I use, but yeah, I'll, I'll just say it how I feel. Like the cleaner I was becoming, mm-hmm. the because the, that's literally how I felt, mm-hmm. you know like my body was being cleansed so the cleaner I was becoming the more I was getting in tune with the animal rights absolutely um I hear that yeah like it's because I because I feel I, like there's a spiritual side to, to me there's a spiritual side involved as well yeah I was just about to say that and I was really becoming connected even more uh spiritually mm-hmm. uh, with myself you know, and and feeling energy in a different way. And, yeah, the clean, the, the, the longer I was on this plant-based diet, the cleaner I felt I was becoming. And then I started thinking, actually, you know, combined with the knowledge of how the animals, I'd say, are, are processed throughout their lives, I was just like, nah, this, this, this is kind of... It's not not right, like, yeah. and then and then animal rights started becoming a part of it, you know. Yeah. Um, so it, it it happens in stages. Yeah, definitely. Because I think with, you know, like, plant based having a plant based diet, like to me, plant based diet is is one part of veganism. Like, you could be on a plant based diet. But not necessarily be a vegan. Yeah, exactly. Because veganism is the whole the whole lifestyle of it. Yeah. Um, Whereas plant based diet is strictly only relates to how you eat. You know. Um, But as time's gone on, I've really connected sort of to the the vegan side of things. Um, I recently wrote something the other day, basically saying I'm I'm really at a point now where. I can't say I'm fully vegan, yeah. But I'm committed to getting there. Yeah, yeah. Because I the whole could. lifestyle about it is—it's not just about the food, the food you consume. It's obviously about the, you know, the, the clothes yeah, that you yeah. wear and, you that know, the, yeah, like the, you know, the, yeah, exactly. Um, but I'm really, really on that, on that level now of trying to, to live that that whole. A, a whole vegan lifestyle yeah. um and i'm I'm really passionate about it now um so yeah like even to the point where it, it's, it's funny it's you know at the more you adapt to the lifestyle side of things it can affect your social life in certain ways in terms of you get heated discussions with people close to you yeah yeah you know, and a, a, a big thing for me, because um, uh, my fiance is uh, plant-based and try, in the same position, basically trying to get to that, that vegan stage as well. And we're, we're actually getting married in July. Oh wow! Oh wow! Yeah. And the one thing we we if made. I'm back. Decision, I hope I, I hope I get yes, yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, trust me, trust me. <laughs> yeah, what about you, Matt? Yeah, it's there. It's there. Right. <laughs> Just, Wicked, just make sure you're in the country. Wicked, wicked. Um, but the 
a big thing for us is we we were making the whole we're, we're attempting to make the whole wedding vegan. That's good, man. And it's a big thing because, well, it, initially it felt like a big thing because you know half my family's from the Caribbean, yeah, and and the other half's Mauritian, and you know she's half Caribbean and and half Mediterranean, and not many people within our families are sort of on on that plant on, on a plant based diet. So you know when when we're having to say well basically yeah the, the the wedding's vegan you know there's in terms of food there's not going to be any meat or dairy products it's like whoa you know um and yeah well, for, you know for, i think i think some you know i know how people can be but i think you know if it's just one afternoon yeah of of, of your life to just you know try and yeah, enjoy something but, different yeah you know some some you 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 do get some people thinking yeah, yeah. Like, how how can you not you know certain questions um have like certain things one person might say well you know if you go to someone else's wedding they would cater to you as a, a right, vegan them ones. Okay, right. okay. so whereas you know I've, I've tried explaining uh to those people well it's not taking anything away from their belief. Yeah. If if they're gonna serve meat and veg, and all I'm saying is, I just want the veg, please. Yeah, like yeah that's, exactly. That's that's you know that's not taking anything away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I tried saying, but it's it's almost like if if to have meat at our wedding would sort of go against a, a belief, and in terms of uh, we just what what everything that that meat would stand for is is not within how I live. Yeah, yeah. But I want that there. Um and after a few conversations, you know, it, it's it's all good. Um but yeah, like it, it being on a plant-based diet, not even veganism, just being on a plant-based diet alone sometimes it it throws challenges in in those social ways. You know, absolutely. Uh, I, I like that's why I mentioned the wedding because that's just one thing that's really sort of affecting, you know, my life right now. So yeah. that's that's on my head. But um, yeah, and I, I feel, yeah, like when people make, I remember when, in fact <laughs> when I first made that that change, even going into work. Sometimes it's just banter for some people you know like oh yeah you're not gonna have the meat or oh yeah you need to you need to get a burger or blah 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 or, you know you're losing weight and da, 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 you need some meat in your in your body and yeah and as as good as I felt I could see why like I've spoken to other people who've tried it and and not stayed on it and it's the pressures of other peer, people. Yeah, that peer, that peer pressure. pressure yeah. I could see why um, people couldn't stay on it from, from that side alone, which I think is a shame because it just shows sort of how society, sort of the what's considered the norm, like how people, to a degree, how we are conditioned to meet that norm 
mm-hmm. you know, and um, anything outside that norm for whatever reason can sort of be be challenging for, for people to understand, you know, and yeah. I, I think it's that that's really been eye opening to me because it can cause it or it can prevent sort of good changes happening you know not just for yourself but even in in a way of society yeah you know if certain things happen um on a you know dare i say sort of like a political level or yeah, just something that affects our lives. If, yeah. If if your view on it is something that's not the norm, it really does get challenged, and and you're sort of not necessarily seen as an outsider, but you could sometimes be seen as, ah, uh, you know, you're that weird one, or you're the crazy one who who thinks this, or you it's know. So, yeah, it's so interesting you saying that because, like, I can I can kind of understand because you know I was once there, you know what yeah, I mean. But then yeah. once you start to do some more research and you know you, you know you educate yourself and start to find yeah. the truth in things because it's it's like a lot a lot of the reading um obviously anything could be written on google these days anyone yeah, yeah, can yeah. post anything but i think when you approach um things with an open mind you're able to to sort of put two and two together and one thing i generally do say is that the food industry is lit. It is like a a, a profit industry. You know, it's basically it's a, what it is. It's just a business. It's a yeah. It's yeah. another business. They, That's it. In terms of your health, they majority of it genuinely don't really care for the health. No, that's not the top of their priority yeah. list. No, um, and the more reading you do, that the more that comes clear and. Mm even the way it runs so sometimes when um, articles are released saying this product or that product may not be as bad as you think but then you see you know according to studies this thing may not be bad for you that something we might think is bad but then you research into who funded the study and it could be a company that sells that product exactly yeah and it's like wow says a you lot know. yeah so it does say a lot yeah yeah so i just thought nah just yeah like you know even even with the whole meat thing someone said to me the other day can could do you think you could ever go back to eating meat and i was just like no yeah but for many reasons like the way you know like i said now I'm, i believe in in just out of compassion alone mm-hmm. I, I, I i couldn't do that but if if you're someone who's sort of into facts, like the way the meat, like chicken, chickens alone are, are grown, you know they're pumped with antibiotics. Yeah. Um, in fact, on that topic, there's there's cu- uh, currently uh, what you call it, like the NHS are basically saying at the moment, don't go to the doctors if you don't need antibiotics. Like don't have them if you don't need to because people are becoming more resistant to it wow um but they haven't said that that's all they've said yeah but 
there's actually an article that was released, I think, in November 2015, and I think it's actually on the NHS website still talking about how people are becoming more immune to antibiotics because of food we eat, such as meat and dairy. So a, a lot of, um, like, the pharmaceutical industries, you know, like, a multi-million pound industry and a lot yeah. of that money actually comes from farming animals yeah and and when those um the say that the animals getting sick they're given um antibiotics and basically they uh, over time as as we do as people become immune to it because what, what some people don't realize when a doctor gives you antibiotics and says come and see me in two weeks. What they're basically saying is that they're, they're trying to see if you're immune to that antibiotic or not. Right, right, See if right. it works or not. Right. You know, to see, like, is, is it helping? And if you have those antibiotics a lot, eventually our body adapts. It's, it's one thing our body's good at, is always adapting to various situations. It will adapt to the antibiotics and, and become resistant to it. But these animals... That, that people are eating are receiving a lot of the same antibiotics, right? So I think of, on, I think it's around 41 antibiotics that we can take um, as, as people. And I think it's about 31 of the 41 that we can take are given to animals as well. Right. So that's 75% of the antibiotics we can take are already given to animals. But what happens is when you eat that meat as well, those, the anti, uh, anti sort of like resistant bodies are going into our bodies. So even if we haven't actually taken the antibiotic ourselves directly, we, we're actually becoming resistant to it just from eating that food because they became resistant to it when they were having the antibiotics. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's weakening our immune systems. So for anyone that's sort of like into facts, even if it's not a compassion side, like, it, in terms, yeah, you might be getting your, your protein, but you, what else is it doing to you, you know? Exactly. Um, and that's just one thing. And there's, the more you read, the more you sort of find out, wow, no, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. But even like, you know, going back to what you said earlier on about you, like um, reading, reading certain books, blah, blah, blah. That kind of yeah. leads on to my next question. And yeah. like um, throughout your journey from where you started to where you are at now, um, yeah. what books did you read? Like, can, can you recommend any books? Um, and if so what were they and also like did you watch any documentaries like did any of those things affect affect you on your journey did they help you on your journey um yeah right in terms of book a lot of the reading i do is online right um a lot of what was helping me transition was from things like instagram and this is where social media can be really powerful absolutely but but don't take what you read on there as gospel like 
just use it as almost like um, a teaser or a preview, if you like. So some, I'd be on Instagram, and the way I have my page set up is I only follow people I'm literally friends with or the inspiration I need around me. And I try to fill, fill my Instagram up more with more inspiration. So Same. I follow in like a lot of pages, um, you know, like vegan takeover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for example, and I might see a post saying a, a random fact, and then I'd go research that. Yeah. But what I tend to do is go onto one thing about reading online, always try and know where the source of the information is. Like, where's that information coming from? So I would go on things like Google Scholar or I'd try and go on, make sure that the website I'm reading from is um, legit, basically. Um, so a lot of the reading I was doing was on that. And then in terms of documentaries, you know, there was the Cowspiracy, um, What the Health, um, OMG, GMO. There's quite a few of them. I've watched. I can't, can't get, can't think of them from the top of my head. But the good thing about the documentaries, there's a lot of them on Netflix. So if anyone listening, you know, Netflix can is is like a a one stop shop. Yeah. Um, but when you see things visually, it changes your perspective. Like to say one thing. And to see it, two different things. And when you're seeing people having interviews, explaining how transitioning to a plant-based diet has has changed their life, and you're seeing tears come out their eyes, you're like, "Wow, this this is real." Yeah. And, you know, someone's been told they've got two months to live, and now they're strong. Yeah. You know, not not only are they still alive, but they don't have that particular illness anymore. Yeah, and it's it's not a, you know, it's not a thing of our oh, plant based diet is the the cure for everything, but it it greatly reduces risks in certain areas. You know, and when when you're seeing the people who who had been diagnosed, you know, terminally ill. And they're crying, saying, like, look at me now. And you can see how yeah, much yeah, better yeah. they look. And they, you know, they're, they're cleared of that illness. It's, it's like, wow, yeah, this this is real. This is real. Um, so, yeah, a lot of those documentaries on Netflix, um, a lot of reading, like I said, Google Scholar. When, when you read, oh, studies have shown this, what study has shown that? Who funded that study? you know yeah. uh, so that's yeah that's great that's, that's what me that's great so like what has been your reaction um what has been the reaction from close friends and family like do you is there anyone else in your family or anyone else like close in your friend circle that is is uh, is plant-based uh like was it a positive reaction from 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 mumsy uh, and brothers or sisters was it negative <laughs> like you know what I mean like what yeah was that? yeah How yeah was um right so mum has been fully supportive on it and 
she's now um, pescatarian herself. Okay, so my she's getting there. she she she's getting there. She, um, I, yeah, I love mum, man. Like you know, yeah, um, she she's always just real. She's she's when I said right, mum, I'm going on a plant based diet. You know, she was like, good. Which kind of shocked me at first. I was like, huh? And she was like, what do you, what do you need meat for? Wow. Okay. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you know, I was like, that, that, that one, when I was like, okay. I was that threw you off. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, cool. But, um, yeah, so she basically done it with me. And then, you know, once a week, whatever, she'll have her fish. Yeah, yeah. But she's she's practically there. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And um, but it was it was a beautiful thing to see because she basically made that a thing when I made it a thing. Right. Yeah. And my mum has really bad arthritis, um, and she had a few other conditions at the time that I made that change back in 2015. Yeah. And. Just the difference in her alone is, like, again, like, it's, 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 in my eyes, it's proof, it's real. The difference that the diet of what you eat can make in your life. You know, she, she used to be very lethargic. A lot of her joints would be inflamed. Um, she'd sleep once or twice, like, well, nap once or twice a day. Wow. Um, and just have general aches and pains. But, like, uh, within a few weeks of, of changing, you know, how we eat, she wasn't napping no more. Um, she was getting less pain. Ah, that's less, great. Less inflammation. And she just had more energy. And she, yeah, she really feels the difference herself um, to the point that, she went out to um, Swaziland in, in Africa like, towards the end of last year. And eating a plant-based diet out there is quite hard, that, that she found anyway. So she found herself going to a bit of dairy. So she wasn't having meat, but she was having a bit of dairy. And she said even just after a week of having a bit of dairy, she could feel the difference in her joints again. Even though it was nice and warm out there, which helped right. with the arthritis. And she actually messaged me and she said she was out there for, for eight weeks and she was like, I, I can't basically wait to, to be on this, you know, be off this yeah. area again. Um, but yeah, so mum, that was mum's reaction. Um, one of my brothers is the biggest meat lover. <laughs> right, right, right. He, for him, it was just, yeah. He was like, "Well, that's you. That's not, <laughs> you know, that's that's not me." Yeah. Um. Everyone else was was just cool, really. Like the the biggest thing I think people saw with me is that when I made the change, I lost quite a bit of weight, mm-hmm. especially in my face. And for them, I don't think that was encouraging so they'd be like you look like you've lost weight you need to put on weight and I look back at the pics now and I, c- I can kind of see what they mean in terms of I'd, I'd lost weight but I remember but 
I remember I just felt great. And that's the one thing I kept saying, like, at the time, I was just like, well, I feel the best I've ever felt. So I'm going to stick with this. Absolutely, and, man. No. And I, you. I went through the same two, thing. Yeah. And two years later, I feel like I've, I feel like I've knocked down a house and rebuilt it stronger. So I feel like knocking down that house was me losing the weight. But then eating the way, you know, I eat now, I feel like I've rebuilt that house on a stronger foundation. Um, so, yeah, like, I I wouldn't change anything. But, yeah, that that, that was the, the most sort of um, reaction I was getting from people. But it was interesting because people would be like, oh, no, nah, I can never do that. I can never do that. But then, you know, after I think it was about a year in, people, I was I was just known as the vegan um, at work, and then behind the scenes. So in, when everyone's together, you know, it's all banter, and it's not not in a nasty way. It's just because you're doing something that's different to the yeah. norm. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit banter at work, but then individually, I was getting people approaching me saying ah, oh, like, I've got this issue or my friend's got this issue. Do you have any recommendations of what food they could eat for this or what food they can have for that? And I just thought, wow, like, this this is actually kind of ironic because collectively there's there's banter, but at the same when nothing time, else is yeah, about, exactly. you're like, you know, like, I've, I've got this burst of energy now, Um you know, I'm 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 still working out. My, my muscles are building, and I I don't have no protein deficiency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and I'm getting approached behind the scenes. So that so, peer pressure thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm getting and, and now now people are like, oh, like, what's your recommendations? And yeah. individually, like, I've I've just seen life changes. That. That are sort of again it just makes it real like it's a, it's a good thing like there was and this is how much doctors like first and foremost full respect to doctors out there because they put in the work to study um the you know the amount they know absolutely but again on the nutrition side of things then they're, they're not taught a lot they're not taught exactly and what we aren't taught collectively as people in society is how much food really does affect us. Exactly. You're told to, to have a balanced diet, but that's that's not saying how food affects you. That's that's a different topic. And there was one guy at work in particular who he just had a, a, a child, him and his missus, and he came up to me and we just had a general catch up. And I was like, you know, how you been? And he goes, yeah, yeah, I've been all right. Just, and I was like, how's the little one? I think the little one was a couple of weeks old. Um, and he's like, you know what? You know, the little one's not been too good. It's having allergic reactions. Uh, my wife's breastfeeding at the moment. And I think the, the baby's lactose intolerant. So he's saying, my wife can't drink milk because then it goes into the breast milk. 
it's affecting the baby and I'm trying to support my wife so I can't have milk so I always have cereal every morning before I come to work now I can't have my cereal like it's just it was it was a thing in the house it was a bit stressful so I said well did you know there's like plant-based milks there's you know alternate alternative milks and he was like nah like I said, has your doctor not mentioned this to you? And he, he said, no. Wow. And I was like, wow, okay. And um, so I said, well, you know, you can get almond milk, cashew milk. And, and I said, I'm not really a fan of soya milk, but there's soya milk still, you know. And he was like, wow, like, where do you get this stuff? And I said, you know, in the local supermarket, Tesco, Sainsbury's, wherever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can go there, it's, it's, they're there. Anyway, so that, that, that was that conversation. And then I was back in that office a week later. And he was like, yo, Chris, my man. He's like, <laughs> no, like literally, he's like, you're a G. And I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. you know, I'd forgotten about the conversation. I'm thinking, right, Just he's got energy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I said, what's up? And he, he goes, you don't understand that advice he gave me last week literally has changed things. He, go, he goes... He ended up getting soya milk. Yeah. Right. But he goes, um, I can have my cereal in the morning. My wife can have, you know, her teas, whatever. And it's it's not affecting the baby. And then he goes, and he sort of started pinching his waist. And he goes, in a week, I've lost one belt hole. Wow. And he goes, the only thing I've, the only difference I've made. You know, I've not started exercise or anything. I've just stopped drinking dairy milk. And he goes, you don't understand the difference this has made. And he's thanking me and thanking me. And I was like, wow. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing, bro. That's what I'm saying. You're influencing people around you and, you know, you might not even know it. You know what I mean? And that's 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 the great great thing about what what you're doing and what you've uh, gone out to achieve so far. So that's yeah, good, bro. Yeah, that's yeah. That's so good. Because at the end of the day, like, we're, you know, living... Oh, the, what, what I realised during that reflection period, living is not money. Like, it's the... Even the job you're doing, to, yes, it's to get money, to get through in a Western society way, but that's still not living. Like, Absolutely. There's, there's there's tribes out there who don't work in that way. They, exactly. Tribes that, you know, they, they go and they grow their food, whatever, mm-hmm. and the, the, the village raises the child. And, and then life itself is the connection between people. Yeah. The feelings you feel. The feelings you feel, like, as individually... In, in a physical, um, mental, and spiritual way. Yep, totally. You know, that itself is life. Um, and I think to, to really have a fulfilling life, you need to be healthy physically, mentally, and, and spiritually. spiritually. Absolutely. Right? And one thing that's really important about plant-based diet for me is because I feel my body's been cleansed or getting cleaner than it was I feel like a deeper spiritual connection 
I don't think people understand like you you can only st understand that once you get to that stage. You yeah, know what I mean? because like, I totally hear exactly what you're saying. Like it it is a thing that can only be be described through feeling in yeah, my opinion because yeah. even language itself like the words me and you are talking right now is limited. Mm -hmm. It like we only know so many words of a vocabulary but there's feelings that we can feel that that you just can't describe with yeah, words yeah, yeah 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 and when you feel it yourself and it's 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 definitely a real thing because when you talk to other people in similar uh, situations they say the exact same the thing. thing yeah 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 so you know when you've got so many people saying there's just this thing, this feeling I feel, I can't describe it to you. But it's very uplifting, you know. And on that spiritual side, it really does um, connect you to yourself more. And the more you get connected to yourself, the more you can sort of give out to others in a positive way. Because mm -hmm. it's that energy that you're, yeah. you're giving out, you know what I mean? Because everything yeah. is everything is energy. That, exactly. You know what I'm and this is the thing, though. Everything is energy. Mm. Your thoughts are energy. Your body is energy. Exactly. You're, when you're walking, you're using up energy. Energy, yeah. You know. Um, and 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 then your food is energy, and a lot, a lot of people and, don't understand that. Well, this is it. Um, I sort of imagine that that diagram where you have three circles, yeah. basically, and sort of in the middle they they all connect together so to to really have positive energy in a physical way is going to affect your mental energy which is going to affect your spiritual energy you know um, and like plants are, are, they're, they're life in mm -hmm. itself exactly you know what you got to think when like the, the the more you you go into it, the more you sort of see like, how is this even a thing of, um, like people are saying, oh, it's becoming the new thing now, you know, eating more natural, and it's like how how have we got to a stage where it's the it's now the, the new back, thing, the natural foods is becoming like the, the new the new thing. thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy, like, isn't it? <laughs> when you like when you really think about it, like when years and years ago there was no Cadbury's dairy chocolate. Exactly. Yeah. There was none of this shelf food and mm -hmm. this like it was literally living foods, man. Like living foods, yeah. plant foods. That's how uh, it was. So yeah, like it's that's what we're meant to be eating, mm -hmm. you know. Um, yeah. So it, it when it's the more deeper you go into it, the more it feels this almost like well, you're so deep into it. Like, how's this even a thing now? Like, this is just I feel like the way it's it's meant to be. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So yeah, man. Like, it's that's great. It's something. But even sort of encouraging people about a plant-based diet, my, I was, 
I just caught up with my friend last night, actually, who I hadn't seen in months. But I ended up saying to him, um, I'm not a guy who would be like, you shouldn't eat this or you shouldn't eat that, because who am I to say that? But I think once what we should all be is conscious of what we put in our bodies. Definitely. And conscious of how things work. Because I feel once you become conscious of it all, it speaks for itself. Yo, that's beautifully said because, you know, that kind of answers a question that I was going to ask you anyway. And that was what, what advice would you give to our listeners? So you basically just said it right there. Yeah. yeah, and, and, yeah. And like, unless you want to add more to that, but that is just, um, that's beautifully said. No, I'd say, honestly speaking, everyone's body works different. So, you know, there's over 8 billion people or, you know, however many people on this earth, each body is unique. Um, but to, there is a way of living an optimum life. And that's becoming conscious of how your body works, what gives the, uh, your body the fuel it needs to, to run not just efficiently, but at its best mm -hmm. for your body to thrive, for your mind to thrive. And once you become in tune with that, you realize there's a lot of things, you know, 9.9 .9 times out of 10, you realize there's things that we, we are having that um, we shouldn't basically. And, and, that's not to then say that once you get to that point, it's like, ah, oh, everything's organic and everything's this and everything's, um, you know, strictly this or that and, and this new set of rules. But once you're conscious of it all, it will speak for itself and you can then adapt to, to do what you need to thrive. Absolutely, you know, we, yeah. we, that's, that's, so that's, the the biggest thing I would say for people just become conscious of what you're eating how was it made where did it come from read the ingredients label what is an e-number what does it do to your body why are we eating that mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. um and let that research and let that knowledge make that make up your mind for you yeah. you know um yeah. i do think it is the way forward like whether or not someone goes fully plant-based you can't lose out on being on it whether it's in addition to whatever else you choose to eat but it's definitely definitely something we we all should be doing in one way shape or form Right. You know. Yeah, yeah, just great. Well, for my last question, bruv, I just want to ask yeah. you, like, you know, I know you're a fruit lover and so am I. Yes. So my question, you know, I always ask this question. Um, yes. What is your top three favourite fruits? <laughs> um, jackfruit. Cheese. That's number one. Yes. It's number one or two. Um, a very good... Very, very, it's between jackfruit and mango. I knew he was going to say mango, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
listen, when you get a very, very good mango, right? there are many types of different mangoes out there. Um, and I think one of the best mangoes I had probably come from like uh, Pakistan or somewhere Ooh. around there. Right. But a very good ripe mango oh, man. Is, is up there. Between yeah. that jackfruit, that would yeah. be one or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, number three. Ooh, so many contenders for number three. Uh, I what's your top three <laughs> I'll think of my third one while, while you say your top three <laughs> you know what like I'm with you with jackfruit and mango I think I think like I always have this dilemma man uh, there's so much nice fruits out there bruv like I think mango is number one for me though yeah like, mango yeah, like, is killer bro yeah especially when you yeah, find the good I... ripe ones this one's like a proper, proper good mango. Oh, there, um, yeah. I think mango's number one, and then jackfruit might, might might be number two. Jackfruit is amazing, but you know what? I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't forget about the watermelon though. Mmm. Yeah. <laughs> good yeah, old seeded watermelon. Watermelon, yeah, yeah. That that would be in my top five. Yeah, you know what? Top that would five, definitely you know? be in my no, top I five. You. I feel you. I don't know if it's top I think, three. Um, I think. Well, Cherimoy is good though. No, number three, I know number three, Granadilla. Granadilla, what's that again? So it's Sour Sop. So, uh, gra- oh, even Sour Sop. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> now, Granadilla, right, is like a sweet passion fruit. Oh, yeah. okay. So, okay. You, you know what passion fruit is? Yeah, like? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, they're different in different countries, but yes. in England, stereotypically, it would be sort of um, half the size of a tennis ball, maybe purple in colour. Oh, the Granadilla's the orange one, right? But Granadilla's orange, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think there's another colour that they do it in, like, that it comes in as well. But but Cherimoy is killer uh, too, though, bruv. Custard apple. Yeah, or even Atamoya. There's too much, bruv. It's a tough right. question. Soursop is up there. Sour in terms of healthiest there. foods, sour, sour soursop is actually one of the healthiest fruits. I mean, all fruits are healthy. Yeah, yeah. but soursop's up there with like, it's really yeah, vegan. Like, like to the point of not necessarily medicinal, but yeah, yeah. It, it, it has good qualities. Yeah, yeah it's powerful. That, you know? It's powerful. Uh, but yeah, so I'd say top three, jackfruit, mango, granadilla. Okay, that's that's Chris's top three. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, bruv, where can um, where can the listeners find you? Like, can you just like right? So, what's your, what's your social on, media? I'm on Instagram um, at benefit. So that's B E N N E F I T underscore. Um, I'm on Twitter at benefit, um, and my website is benefitlife.com. Amazing. Okay, and or uh, contact me through anyone, or my email address is benefit with two ends again life at gmail dot com. That's great, man. Wicked, yeah. bro. Well, man, this has been an awesome conversation. Yes, yeah. It's, listen, we need to do this again. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's like come coming to the end of it. 
I think actually there's just so much more. To, there's so much can go more. Into. There's so much yeah. more we can go into. But um, that's great, Take man. That for time. Say that again. Part two. Part Save two. That. Part two. Exactly. Yeah. Part two. But um, I, no, I really do um, appreciate you taking the time out to sit down today and uh, share your story, share your journey, okay. share your share your wisdom. Is uh, it's really appreciated, and I, I really do hope that the listeners can can get some gems from you, bruv. Yes, yes. And um, to anyone out there listening, any questions, you know, hit me up on social media, email me. I do get back to you within one or two days on average, just because usually I'm out with clients or working. Um, but yeah, like any any info anyone needs, just holler. Yeah, let's talk, let's connect. Wicked. Let's live healthy lives. Exactly, absolutely. Uh, my brother, well, thank you cool, very much, man. and I will speak to you soon. That's uh, always a pleasure, uh, bro. Yeah, yeah. All right, take care. Take care. Bye bye. See ya. Thank you once again for tuning into this week's Pod Lounge. The seed is where all life begins, and for me, every guest that comes into the Pod Lounge is a special seed sharing insight to hopefully plant new seeds in your minds to help you evolve and grow. I hope you were able to take away some valuable knowledge from our conversation to inspire and influence you on your journey to well-being. Stay up to date with all that I'm doing, whether it be what fruits I'm eating, (laughs) new Pod Lounge episodes, or music releases. So if you're not already, please follow me over on Instagram, where you can find me at livingplantfoods, L-I-V-I-N-G-P-L-A-N-T-F-O-O-D-S, and at Ryan Peters, which is R-I-A-N-P-E-T-E-R-S. Thank you so much again. Let's all push this forward. Love, light and blessings to each and every one of you. Peace.